wondering at this point, how likely is it that the Savage Speeders win this year's Marble League? While it's possible, it is certainly not going to be easy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Marble Sports Worldwide Podcast. My name is Brendan, and I'm kind of just here alone today. Um, we had a tough week of scheduling and whatnot. Uh, WAF was... I don't think Wafa has much going on. I had finals, and then I flew home, and then had doctor's appointments. So, like, between uh, basically Monday and now, it's been just very inconvenient timing for pretty much every part of my life. But I'm, I'm here. I'm home. And uh, so we were just going to record our reactions separately for this one, throw them together, and then we'll have the final one for you recapping the whole thing at the end. So I'm here kind of just winging my part a little bit. Well, not winging it. But winging it without WAF, basically, which uh, it's kind of weird. Like, I don't have WAF to be like, to pop in there and be like, hey, man, shut up. You know, I don't have that. So it's a little, uh, might be a little tough today. Um, but uh, I'm excited. We'll see how this goes. I feel like my gain's a little high. Do you guys not think so? Or Unless this is recording to, like, the wrong mic, then we're, then we're all in a lot of trouble. But it seems... I'm getting that new mic coming for um for Christmas, so I'm pretty excited for that. So uh, that's gonna that's gonna be good because it's gonna be a whole. It's gonna be like the Sure SM7B, and anyone who knows recording just heard that and was like, "Wow!" Because yeah, it's a top of the line mic. I'm really excited for it, and all the different voice things I do, especially the broadcasting, will benefit from that. But yeah, a lot of marbles going on. I will say, um, I'll tell you this story though. I was at, uh, this was just, a, just one of those very small moments. You ever have those uh, those small moments where it, it, it's a small thing. It really didn't affect your life that much. But you, 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 just, you just worked out so well in that, that local small moment of time. It just gave you so much joy. Um, I had one of those moments. So I went to, uh, I had a flight, a flight. I flew back Wednesday, Wednesday evening. I literally took a final that day. Um, and then right after it, I packed up and left and flew home. So pretty, pretty rough day Wednesday, which is why we didn't record on Wednesday. You might be wondering, why didn't we record on Wednesday right after Collision? And I'm like, well, <laughs> um, I mean, after having to watch Collision and then take a final and then fly home, I think it was good uh, to stay off a few days. But um, in any event... Um, Why am, I, why am I blanking? Yeah, so I was flying. <laughs> My boys, I'm tired. I was flying home, and it was already good because uh, for some reason the flight wasn't full. I guess just a little early, so people were not, the general rush of Christmas people wasn't coming yet. So uh, I was on the plane, and there I had an open thing, like open seats, like three seats, usually in an aisle row at a plane. Um, and I was on the, I had a window seat already and nobody was sitting next to me or in the aisle seat of my little three seat row. And I was like, no way. I mean, the chances of this are terribly low. Um, so that was really nice. Actually, I just got to kind of spread out and not have people next to me. And that was, that was a small joint. So it was already going well. And then I get to the airport and I, I had my suitcase this time because, uh, you know, I'm staying here. I'm back home, as you can see by the new background. I'm back at my home little place and I'll be here a few weeks for winter break. So I brought a suitcase and everything, of course, to bring all my equipment and and, and whatever. So I brought it all home and um, 
I had to go pick up my suitcase, of course, when the airport comes in. You air, plane comes in, you go get your suitcase at the little turnstile thing that goes and all the suitcases comes out and yours is always last somehow, even though I chances would have it that it should be first sometimes. But uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, I have to go pick up my suitcase and I also got to get something to eat. And normally you just go out and you go pick up your suitcase. But I was like, man, what if I go get food first and then come back and grab the suitcase as it's like running around, hopefully when I get there after I pick up food. And I was like, I don't know. Hopefully I don't miss out if the food takes too long, but it's, it's worth a shot because I hate standing there and waiting for the suitcase because it's not really anything to do while you're standing there waiting for the suitcase. You can't like, there's nothing really to do on your phone at that point because you just got off a flight. You don't really, you're not really in a conversation with anybody. You, you're just waiting to get picked up maybe you you're tired you're no energy you're just standing there waiting i mean there's, there's not it's not an exciting it's one of the least exciting times of life i'd say to have to wait for the suitcase when you get off a plane i think that like if if most of life was the kind of atmosphere that was uh, surrounds waiting to pick up your suitcase then life would really not be worth it um for in the long run so uh, you, <laughs> It's just, it's just not so fun. And like the suitcase, say forever. What takes them so long? Just t- like take the suitcases and put them on the thing. Like, what? Why does it take so long for them to bring them all into the, the thing? Like, <clears throat> sorry, my throat is not great. You might be able to hear that too. But like, just put them all in the carousel thing. I mean, they make it goes by itself. What's what's so difficult? Um, and why is like. I wonder what the strategy is like how or like should you check your bag like as one of the first check bag people or the the last ones as far as like how they're going to then unload them into the final carousel like maybe if you check your bag first like before your flight and it's like before everybody else did maybe it gets stuck in the back and then it takes so long to come out or something like that I don't know someone should look into that I have no idea I don't like waiting for the suitcase I don't it's not it's, it's not a stimulating time. So I got the food first. I went and got Chick-fil-A, whatever, um, and just like waited, and they took forever with that too because it's an airport and they have like seven workers and uh, three people in line, but it's just apparently still too hard to, to do what every other fast food restaurant outside of an airport can do. So they finally get me my food, um, and they had Pib instead of Cherry Coke, and now all Chick-fil-A's have Cherry Coke, or most of them do, and they just had like Pib extra, which I, I don't mind Pib, but like I don't... I don't, it's too cherry, it's too much, too much cherry, um, they, sh- they should do something about that, they should, like, I mean, like, it's, it's too, like, it's too on the nose, you know, cherry coke is, like, coke and cherry, so you get, like, get the cherry taste and taste some of the coke, and you're, like, oh, this is nice, like, like, this is a nice idea, it's, like, a full idea of a drink, I mean, I mean, Pib is just cherry, that's, it's, it's what it is. So uh, I, I get my food and whatever, and I walk back to pick up the suitcase. And as I get there, I'm like, okay, people are still here waiting. Great, because I'm seeing in a distance. I'm walking towards the carousel of suitcase life. Um, and I get there, and um, right as I get there and put down my backpack or whatever, because I'm like, I have to resituate. So I got, I because I was not going to eat while I'm waiting for the suitcase. So I was putting my food in my bag and just kind of resituating. Everything and as soon as I finished kind of getting comfortable with my items, suitcase right in front of me, and I was like, 
come on, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, the timing was impeccable. As soon as I picked up all my stuff, I was like, all right, I'm ready to wait. It's right there. And I was like, man, this is the best idea I've ever had. Great joy in that small moment. I got to pick up my suitcase and be like, dude, I killed that. And I look at everybody else I'm like, y'all waiting here. Y'all waiting here with nothing to do. Just kind of hanging out and bored and suitcase lifetime. And I just, I just cheated i cheated the system i got the food first y'all think oh you gotta do the suitcase and then you get the food Mm -mm. i did it backwards and i won so i got that and then i was like i already got my food and my suitcase i just gotta go and then as soon as i got to the place where i was getting picked up with the van taking me home they were already there and he was like oh dude i just i just got here i was like great so that was a great timing at an airport for once Okay, so that killed nine minutes, ten minutes. Great. Let's talk about marbles. Um, I, I wondered as I started this, I was like, man, I wonder if I'm going to be able to bring the same type of uh, uh, longevity to the discussion that I would bring, able to do when Waff's here and everything. And, and clearly, clearly no difference. So let's let's run through the marble stuff here. Um, and I, I don't think it's going to be as long, but I'm saying that now. We'll see how it goes. Okay. And I'll try to get you guys out of here in the same or less amount of time. Let's talk about a couple important things. Number one, the Savage Speeders. Can they win Marble League? Yes. Yes, they can. Can they win Marble League easily? No. Do they have a good chance? Better than if the last event was Marble Cross. It's an elimination race. So because you're only eliminating one marble at a time, I mean, that's really making a difference. Because you can you can tangibly see what places are coming out. We'll know two races in if a Savage Beaters can win. Because here's the deal. Savage Beaters, let's pretend they win. 25 points plus their current 157. That's 182. If you didn't do the math, I already did it. Come on. If the Pinkies get 182 points as well, they win because they have a better metal uh, stratification. Two, three, one, two golds, three silvers. It's better than the speeders this year. Somehow, I can't believe I'm saying that. But the Pinkies have a better metal stratification than the speeders. Sort of the Shining Swarm and Team Galactic. Um, so any ties go in the favor of, of those three teams. Savage speeders would fall short because they have less medals and less impressive medals. So Pinkies would have to get last place in the elimination race or second to last, which will, again, we'll know two races in, of course. That's how it works. But you can tangibly see that pretty easily. But if they do, the Savage Beaters have a chance, which I think is so funny. Because if we're watching the race and the crazy situation occurs in which the Savage Speeders are still hanging in there and the Pinkies actually get out in the first two races, I mean, that's going to that's gonna raise some blood pressure a little bit. Because I'm going to be like, oh, my God. What? You know what I'm saying? Um and even at that, even if the even if the Savage Beaters um I mean sorry, even if one of the other two teams kind of solidifies their their win, the Savage Beaters could even still beat out the Pinkies points-wise, which I think would still be amazing even if they don't end up winning the Marble League. So, the elimination race is a very I love the ending. We and me and Waff, there's a clip somewhere like two episodes ago. I was like, man, wouldn't it be nice if they ended with this uh, event because it'd be so suspenseful and one by one and you could see this. You could literally pause and like see how the stats change every race. Um, and uh, uh, lo and behold, I, we were right. I, I I didn't really predict it would happen. I more w wanted it to happen. And I was really happy that that I kind of called that. Um, 
Savage Speeders, 182 points if they win. Pinkies, they if they get 182, meaning 14th place or better, um, they they will beat the Savage Speeders and win. Shining Swarm, um, if they get 10th or 9th, if they get 9th, they get 7 points. I have it here if you're wondering uh, places to points. 9th to 7 points, so they'll have 182 and they'd win. So 10th and below for the Shining Swarm and the Savage Speeders got a chance. Team Galactic. Fifth and below for Team Galactic, and the Savage Beaters are still in it if they win, because uh, uh, fourth would be 12 points, and that would bring Team Galactic right up to 182 as well, in which they would win in the tiebreaker. So the Savage Beaters have a chance. It's a small chance, and it's a really small chance because you have to kick the best team in Marble League this year out in the first two races in Elimination Race. Is that possible? Yeah. Is that likely? I mean, just by odds. I mean, it's, it's it's as unlikely that the Balls of Chaos will lose in the first two races than the Pinkies will, to be honest. So, uh, yeah, it's unlikely. Um, is it likely then, like, that the other two things also occur? I mean, I think Team Galactic is probably going to fall out before fourth place. I don't think Team Galactic is going to top four in this event. So that's that's very likely. And the Shining Swarm, I, I think it's medium likely that they are out before ninth. But for the Pinkies to be out in the first two races and the Savage Beaters take actual gold, those are very unlikely events. So I don't know. So it's out there and there's a possibility. And when I watch the final event, I'm hoping to catch it as the premiere. So I'm seeing it live as it happens. I'm going to be really counting that. And that's going to be crazy. I think the Savage Speeders, um, if again, they have to do well. But I think the Savage Beaters could easily podium if Team Galactic is not strong in this event. The Savage Speeders then just have to hold on uh, to do 13 points better, which I think, well, 14 points better because of ties, but I think they can do that. Well, actually, more than 14 points better. I just realized that. So, because uh, Team Galactic will pick up probably some points. So. I guess the Savage Beaters would would probably have to get second. The Savage Beaters are gonna have to get second or first to really make the podium. And I guess I don't want to go into the event with that assumption. But I mean, if any team is gonna get second or first in the final event, I mean that's the kind of team you'd expect to do it. So I, I you know, they could get out in twelfth and whatever, and who cares? But I think the Savage Beaters could hang on. I think I could see them getting um, top five in this event. But they would need to really be strong, and the other teams would need to be weak. I'm just saying it's possible, and I'm just saying if the Savage Beaters win this Marble League on the super unlikely chances, I mean, I'm going to freak out. Because, I mean, that is just, just the kind of lore that I want for this community. It really is. I think it's hilarious. I'd laugh. I think it's hilarious if that happens. Absolutely hilarious. Okay. But they have a chance. Team Galactic, a better chance, of course. Pinkies and Shining Swarm and Team Galactic are pretty close in points, so the chances are actually pretty likely for either of them. Um, team Galactic has just as much chance to come out with the win. If I had to pick a team besides the Savage Speeders, who are now, again, I don't know if I really mentioned this uh, straight up word for word, but they're my fourth favorite team now. I got my top three, Cat Size, Limers, Mellow Yellow, and they'll always be my top three. I love them. Um, but... Savage Speeders have risen to my fourth place of enjoyment because I just I have so much respect for them. I can't get mad at them. They're just too consistent. And they've been just chilling. They've just been good. And they continue to do good. And they will continue to do good. And people hate on them. But I like them. Um, I don't know if there'll ever be a top three team for me, but I just appreciate them. And as their popularity decreases, they're going to become more and more uh, 
well, I'm going to like them more and more because it seems like people always bandwagon them and now people like shy away from them. But I'm like chilling. I'm like love the Savage Beaters. Um, and then that would push Gliding Glaciers to my fifth favorite and Rangers out to sixth. And then after that, I guess it doesn't really matter to me. Uh, maybe Chocolatiers and Raspberry Racers kind of fall the next two. Um, Raspberry Racers don't really have a shot at podium that's very clear. They, maybe they can top five. So my prediction on them winning is, of course, way out the window. But eh, I did the best I could. Cat Size, Mellow Yellow, Chocolatiers, fantasy-wise, also not the best picks. But not the worst. I mean, what could I do, right? You're not going to get them all right. I think the Speeders, again... We're a great times two fantasy-wise. I mean, you can't go wrong. So that leaves. Um, oh, what was I saying? I think I was saying team. Um, I don't know if I ever finished the sentence, but speeders. Yeah, I want them to win. But Team Galactic is who I want to win if the speeders don't win. I think Team Galactic deserves it. I think they're actually a good team. They have the most golds in this Marvel League anyway. I mean, I don't really think the Pinkies and the Shining Swarm are a better team this year um, than Team Galactic. I I think it's worth an argument later, but I, I'm hoping Team Galactic wins this. I, I don't want to see Pinkies or Shine. I don't want to go all... I don't want all this lore to, uh, to exist. And then we get to Marble League 2022, which is one of the, the best ones in certain ways because of the Green Ducks kind of theme. And and we say, oh, the Shining Swarm. There, there we have it. Uh, I really would like Team Galactic for this one, but... Um, also, enough with the host curse. Green Ducks are going to finish between 8th and 4th, so I just don't want to hear any more about that as well. Um, I really don't want to hear any more about that, but I'm not going to spend this podcast yelling about it. So that's kind of standing situation. Fantasy-wise, I, I, didn't, I didn't move anywhere really fast, so I'm not going to really talk about that until we have our recap um, in, um, when we do Event 16 when me and Waff do that. So just kind of hold on for that. I, I kind of stayed the same or dropped lower just because the last two events were pretty tough on my teams. But um, those three events were very good by teams. Don't worry about that too much. Let's run through these events, though. Um, as Just to, you know, throw out some ratings. So Aquathlon, we'll just kind of jump in here. I, I um, What do I think about this event? Um, well, it's annoying because if you're looking at the Chrome, we have this advertisement, and so that's not making me happy, but, um, uh, whatever. Come on. Okay. Here we go. Well, we have the, uh, we have another advertisement. Of course, it's that one with the, the corn meme. What is that advertisement everywhere now? What is, what is the, someone have the history behind that? Um, the corn, the corn song. I mean, I think it's kind of cute, but I, it's, I don't understand it. Okay. A big lump of knobs. It's got stop. Okay, so the Aquathlon, I I think it's a good event. It's a fun event. I think it's a wonderful one for this uh theming. It's and I I noticed some really interesting kind of paths that marbles would take. Um I'm gonna point out one team later on specifically that I liked, but before I point them out, I want to talk about a couple of things that I don't like about the event in this particular case that I wish was were better. Um, so you'll notice that times on this event were lower than uh, the first time it was presented, like meaning like the course was faster for whatever reason, either it was a different length or the inclines a different pitch or whatever. Um, but I I don't like the marbles moving that fast in the water um, or or the other way to say it is I don't like the marbles moving for that little bit of time in the water because it doesn't allow marbles to really settle into a groove where you really get to see how they perform underwater. I think you need to um, 
create a situation where the pitch of the incline in the water is low enough so you're spending a good five, like more, like more seconds in the water, probably three to five more seconds in the water um, than was happening in this event this year. Or you need to extend the incline if you keep the pitch the same. Because you're spending about one, two, I'm counting right now, four, five, six, seven, maybe seven seconds in the water, um, eight seconds, uh, at most 10. I'd like to see more like 15. I think that makes for like 12 to 15 seconds in the water instead of a total time of 12. So that your total times are between like 16 and 20. I think that just makes for more interesting water um action because you're you're just a lot of time spent having to really maneuver and make choices in the water marbles are gonna bunch up too much they're gonna start to spread a little bit more um also this track at the beginning doesn't need to be this long it, it the track being this long does not reward marbles who get good jumps because there's just you're giving it too much time to for the racing to really uh the racing kind of settles itself on the track before it even gets to the water and i think you kind of need to just dive in no pun intended chat um, but you know i don't like that so i think you need to shorten the track at the start lengthen the water section and keep the time around 17 seconds average run that's what i'd like to see um i would do they are they gonna do that i don't know they do whatever they want so and what is that starting lane bias, by the way, they put in the scorecard? <laughs> Less than 0.1%. How are you calculating that? Um, I'm sorry. But anyway, um, uh, so the one thing I do want to point out that I thought was interesting was, I think I think this kind of was in uh, the final race, uh, the Shining Swarm. I want to find them. Um, it was, no, it was, the, it was the race right before the final one. Um, yes, against the speeders. And this was really cool because the Shining Swarm did this about three times. Because um, they beat out the speeders in this final race. And I, of course, was mad because I want the speeders to win. But I want to I want to look at this together real quick. I'm not going to do a whole draw-draw thing where, with the drawing and the snipping tool this time because I just don't... I, I don't really think I need to. I really just want to make one point. But we will, uh, we will look at it nonetheless for a moment in the slow motion. Um... So uh, we'll look at them from the beginning. So Shining Swarm is Savage Beaters. And they're all melded together here from the beginning. Shining Swarm got a little bit, bit of a better jump. And then they did bunch together really well. You see the three marbles kind of around the one marble here. Um, I mean, it's not really important that they're surrounding the Savage Speeder marble. It's just important that they've gotten a better jump. They all fall into the water. And you want to fall into the water with as much forward momentum as possible. But that can be really hard to measure great okay so you see them all kind of spread out here and you're trying to look at the the shining swarm here and see what they're doing because they started behind you see the speeders are in front right now if we pause come on let me see some marbles here look who's in the who's winning right now savage speeders they actually have all four marbles in front of the even the second shining swarm marble which is good and that's on savage speeders i thought the savage speeders had it for sure um because they i mean this third marble is lagging so far behind <clears throat> But watch what happens here. <clears throat> Sorry. So watch what happens here. I want you to look here at this top. I'm not going to draw. Just try to follow my mouse. I mean, it, it, I'll just point it out. There's three Savage Beater marbles here at the top. And there's three Shining Swarm marbles here at the top. And they're all kind of coming into different triangular formations. Two at the bottom, whatever. Um, so I, wanna, I want you to look at right here. And this is where the race changes. It's very important. 
Um, man, I really wanted. I think we're gonna draw. We're gonna draw. We're gonna draw. If you're, I, if you're not looking at the Chrome start, I have to draw because this is this is really important as far as draft lanes. I'm gonna do a couple pictures tops. I know I said I wasn't gonna draw, but I can't not because it's so good. Okay, um, we'll use we'll use black. So I want you to see this. So look at this formation here. Um, this 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 triangle formation with the with the point marble. That's really important. But look at the Savage Speeders. They're spread out on a line. That's not good. What you're going to see here is you're going to see speeding, like a speed up here by this group of three Shining Swarm Marbles. And that's because they've created two draft lanes. See these two lines here? And this marble, not as good, but still good enough because he's kind of already picked up some speed. Is They create draft lanes in the water. So this marble's pushing water out of the way, moving at a fast pace, and these two marbles are taking advantage of that and running quick. Does it make a big difference? No, but it only needs to make a tiny difference because the Savage Speeder marbles are like a cup, like half a millimeter, in, half a centimeter in front, whatever. But they're spread out, so the Savage Speeder marbles have no capacity for drafting because they're not, they're all right next to each other, they're side to side. Um, so let's now see what happens here, and you see um, the Savage Speeder marbles lose some speed here. And you see, look at this. I mean, like, we, we have the same formation building here. And you see, these two marbles are kind of non-issues now because they're kind of, they're by themselves. So they have to deal with a lot more water. They don't have any drafting. They don't have any even help from side marbles to push any current, no currents. So they're going to slow down. But look at this. This drafting right here, straight back. This marble's already picked up speed. It's almost now curled around, the like, together with the Shining. The Shining Swarm triangle has shifted. And so they're still drafting all together while the Savage Speeders are all spread out here. And so there's no way to build speed off of each other with the Savage Speeder marbles. Now, if you come forward again a little bit more, you see that the Shining Swarm marbles benefit because look what happened. I mean, this is where the win happens. I mean, literally, the Shining Swarm is a millimeter from taking the lead here because you have this marble with speed. You have this marble right behind him drafting. You have this marble right to the right who's not even using this point marble anymore but was to pick up speed is now using the Savage Speeder marble in front of him to draft and the Savage Speeders didn't stay together so they've split out wide. So the Savage Speeder marble on the right and the left have split out wide. They have no one to draft behind. They're, all, they're left all alone they have no acceleration or, or speed built up from marbles in front of them and so the, the the shining swarm move forward as this triangular unit and the savage beaters are left all alone and what happens here then the, the shining swarm unit pushes through here and and grabs this and barely grabs this but remember they were behind like a, a centimeter or so and and quite a bit um, just a little bit ago, but they they got it. They got this triangular formation and kept it. And I want you to see this one more thing. This is very cool. So you see, as we're crossing the finish line, the the shining swarm still keep a triangular formation. They're always gathering behind this point marble, who, which is whatever marbles in first. And the savage speeders on the near side and the far side here, they're they start to bunch towards the end, which is okay. But the, what they they leave marbles too far away from each other. So this marble on the far side it loses speed, and this is the third marble that crosses after this three this triangle that ends up losing for the savage speeders because he's left alone. He can't draft and speed off anyone. He can't draft and accelerate. Sorry, off anyone. So I mean, it's a loss. And the, so the Shining Swarm just kept adjusting their triangle to keep drafting using the speeders and themselves to pick up speed uh, basically over on top of themselves. And they gained just the tiny amount of distance they needed to cross right, right, look at this, right before the Savage Beaters, about half a marble length. Very important. I'll turn off that, that, that capture there. Hopefully you guys caught that. Um, 
But yeah, so I, I think that that was important. The Shining Swarm, as much as I, I don't really uh, acknowledge them too much usually, even though they've had a great year and they've kind of come out of nowhere, I will say that that was very impressive. And I, I definitely didn't would I, I definitely noticed that. And I definitely think it's worthy calling out. Um, man, look at this. We're already at 30 minutes. Man, I can talk when I can talk. Um, so congrats to them. They deserve the win on that. Uh, oh, they didn't win. Sorry. They got second, but they deserve podium on that. And they did very well. Okay. Uh, this event in general, I think that last time I probably gave it an 8, eight, eight or a 9. So this time I think was set up a little worse. So I'd give it a 7. Um, not a bad event though. Going to cover Sand Rally real quick because the video was real quick. I think Sand Rally is annoying. I really get tired of this event. I think it's a wonderful end event um, when it happens. But I, I really think you need to have a longer race. I, how long was this race though? Ah, this race was about two minutes. I... I don't know, man. Like, I, Sand Rally just happens to, there's too many teams and it happens too quick. You really need to push that race to about four or five minutes. So that, like, you can't really argue that Marbles didn't have enough time to do the thing, you know? If you give four or five minutes of length to, to the race, then you're really gonna, um, you're really gonna validate the fact that you're only doing one race. Normally, you do heats, and you do by fours or eights, so that you're like, okay, marbles have to be consistent. Marbles have to prove they're good at this event in order to can to grab a gold at this event. That's how the Olympics work too. You don't just do your thing one time. Um, you you, well, I guess in certain things, some races do kind of work like that actually. But um, and a lot of things you gotta you gotta kind of work your way there. You gotta be good a bunch, you know. Um. Which I think, especially in marbles, you want to look for that consistency. So I tend to be a little annoyed at that. Because then marbles get bad drums, jumps. Like Raspberry Racers got a terrible jump off the start. And they never recovered. And you just can't. Um, obviously, Shining Swarm, great. They won. Chocolatiers actually did well, which I was happy about. Um, but I mean, some of the marbles that... Some of the marbles sucked. Blue Eye, Raspberry Racers, Savage Speeders, or Rangers. It's all terrible. I don't know what's going on with them, but... They did bad. But again, I don't think there was a lot of time for them to even recover because you they got bad jumps and only had two minutes. Um, I'd like to see four-minute races if you're going to do just one. Or do 8-8-8. Eight, eight, eight. Right? Do 8-8-8 eight, eight, eight. so that you're you're decreasing the amount of... Like, why? Why do that for the triathlon and not for the... the I mean, dude, I mean, it takes forever to build these courses. Your, your course, you're only making two minutes long. Why not do 888? Why? Because you you didn't do it like that before? I mean, I mean that's stupid. 888 would work. I don't understand. That being said, though, um, it was a fine event. I, I think the Sand Rally is a staple, so it's always a 9 out of 10 because I think it's cool. But I wish they would do... I, I wish they would do 888 or if they, they would make the course like two times as long. I, I don't know. I think it's not fair in this current state. I think it's not fair in its current state. All right, we'll cover the last thing. We're uh, we have a long we already have a long we'll talk for me. Collision. <sighs> Collision. I'm not gonna throw myself too deep into this one either. Um, I already did some <laughs> picture drawing today, which is great. Also, have this advert. I hate when you get the advertisements mid episode. See, usually while this advertisement playing on the Chrome when I'm pulling up an event, Waff just talks and it's great. Collision. Collision was annoying too because like all the teams that usually do well didn't do well. Um, and man, uh, somehow all the teams that are in the top all accidentally did well. Shinies, Warm, Pinkies, blah, blah, blah. Um, 
I think Collision as a whole, I mean, I don't think there's any standout things that I was like, oh, wow, that that team really did something new. I mean, they have formations. You know, you have like the 2-1-3 or the 2-2-1 or the diagonal line. I mean, or the group of five or the group of... Uh, four with the one behind or the one in front. I mean, we'll we'll do a formations discussion one day. I mean, unfortunately, time-wise, uh, this week has been hard, so it's hard to dive into collision the way I'd like to. But I'd, I'd love um, future times we might really break down some of the formations that kind of go into them. Because um, I'd love to do a little snip drawing tool assisted explanation on a lot of the formations and what they think I think they accomplished and what you should be trying to do as far as bringing your team down to the center, where you want to go, who do you want to splay, who do you want in the center, do you want marbles in the center, what are you trying to avoid, what do you not want to avoid, what's the best way, like, you know, there's so many different things about Collision that really warrants episodes of time, but that's not for now, um, but I think that uh, the, I liked this style better than last year, last year there was too much going on, you know, there was too many electrons, do I, I'm really warming up to the term electrons. I think it's cool. Little tiny marbles that shoot everywhere. Uh, too many ball bearings. Too many weird contraptions that happened every single run. Like, it was too much going on outside the arena. They simplified it. I did say this last year. I want them to simplify it and kind of have a couple ball bearings, maybe one new thing, and a couple electrons and leave it at that. And they did do that. And I think it's better this year because of that. Because you're really getting back to marbles colliding. What's going on? Right? You bring four marbles down. They all collide. Uh, I mean, five, five on each team, sorry. And then what happens? That's it. That's really the basis of the event, not like what, you know, Rube Goldberg we can put up around the, the stadium. Um, so I really appreciated that. And I think that the event was more fun that way, and I really tested marble skills that way. I was upset watching it, of course, because my teams didn't do great, but if I'm honest, it was, it was a well-set-up event. This event always gets like a 9 out of 10 for me, 8 out of 10, 9 out of 10. I give it a 9 out of 10 because they actually did the, the changes that I was, uh, um, I was kind of asking for, which I think was really, I really appreciated that. But um, yeah, this one was good. Um, and this one just had the right amount of movement on the, the stage, but left enough space for marbles to really spin around and and kind of uh, do their thing. Um, other changes that I can think of that I'd like at this point, I mean, not particularly. I feel like sometimes, I mean, they need to, I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like there's a couple places that they, they could put protective barriers where you can't fall off so that marbles are always bouncing back towards the middle. But they, they, I, I don't know enough. I don't know enough hardline information on that where I could really say that for sure. Maybe it's just, you know, every collision's different. You don't know. Um, but I think, I think it, in the way it's presented now, they're doing almost the best they can with it. And I like it. And it's always going to be a nine out of 10. And honestly, I mean, I just wish the raspberry racers did a little bit better than they did. I mean, what was going on? What was going on with them? I was going on with the savage speeders. I mean, what kind of performances are these? I mean, I mean, what is going on with, with any of the, the, the good teams, the supposedly good teams this year? I mean, look at our top three. I mean, is that, is that really who are the top three in Marble League right now? I wouldn't think so. I mean, what is that? I mean, I love how even in that, though, even in, like, the fall of some of these better teams, the Savage Beaters still don't, like, they're unfazed. I mean, you can't you can't get mad at fourth plays, and they could even podium. But, I mean, I mean, what's happening here? Um, I mean, collisions with the event, usually where the veterans come out and just, 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 they body, they body the, the, the rookie teams, they body the smaller teams, and that's it. Like, there's not even... 
that's what I mean. Primary shouldn't be in the top three of collision. I don't understand, but I don't know. That's what's happening. Um, so we're uh, uh, Marble League has been weird this year, and there's a lot to come in the recap. And me and Waff will probably enjoy that recap and all that's to happen with it and everything. So um, there'll be a lot to talk about, a lot to speculate on, a lot to prepare for. Showdown, of course, will prepare us to think for next year too, which is nice. Um, and next year should be fun. I hope we get something in the summer so we really turn this around in about six months or something. Um, but yeah, this is uh, this has been it's been quite a marble league. Uh, it's gonna be worth a lot of recap. Those are the three events. That's about all I have. Uh, hopefully, I feel I my guess is that Waff is gonna have about twenty minutes. That's my guess. Cons- considering that Waff. Um, considering me and Waff's talking averages, I feel like since I'm about to hit 3840, he's going to be about 20. So, I mean, this episode will probably round out at about just under an hour, be one of our just under an hour episodes, or maybe even hit an hour if he had a, a eureka moment that he rambled on about. But I spent 10 minutes talking about the airport. So, I mean, like I said, you know who, you know who you're dealing with. So that's going to wrap it up. We're going to send this one. I, I don't know how this can be put together. Kason, thank you to him. We, we love that he edits. We appreciate him a lot and he's going to figure it out. So awesome. Um, uh, I, I don't even want to say, I don't even know how to take us out because I know Waff's recording is probably going to be put on after this one. And so, um, he's going to do the ending and I'm just going to kind of fade out here and whenever Kason wants to cut me off he can cut me off like do it now or now or now or you know i was gonna try and start this as brent like brendan did but i can't think of the funny thing i was gonna do anymore so i'm just gonna say hi i'm commander <laughs> um as you can tell this is odd uh i am not sure how well this is gonna go i this this whole stream idea is so impromptu i've got it all set up but you know We'll see how it goes. So, uh, yeah. With that, uh, I think we should, uh, like, I don't have any updates, life updates. I honestly don't. So, uh, yeah, let's uh, just uh, go to the news. And, yeah, you get, yes, get, we are doing the news live, baby. Let's do this. All right. Marble Sports fans, I'm Commander Wolf here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News. We have quite a bit to cover, so let's jump right into it. First up, we have Event 13 of Marble League 2022, Team Aquathlon. This underwater race was quite interesting as our usual dominant teams, the Hazers and Momo, weren't in it this year, so a lot of teams got the chance to shine this time. And by the end, we had O'Rangers in first, followed by the Shining Swarm in second, and the Savage Speeders in third. Moving on to event 14, we have Sand Rally. Another fun and classic event, but one we're used to seeing as the finale. After a lot of intense races and a DNF by Kinoin, we have the Shining Swarms, the Shimmer, in first, followed by Air from Team Primary in a very tough battle at the end in second, and Bon Bon from the Chocolatiers in third. And for our final JMR event, we have event 15, Collision, a true classic. This event put pitted a lot of these teams together as they collided with one, each other, and it wasn't quite as cluttered with different mechanics as in previous years. At the, 
By the end, we had Team Primary in first, followed by Team Galactic in second, and the Green Ducks in third. Moving on over to some non-JMR news, we have the qualifiers for the Adventure Marble League Fall Series and the Mid-Asian Marble Game Season 3. Go check them out if you want to see who has made it on to the main competition. Next up, we have Event 4 of the Marble Sports Game Season 5 Speed Skating. After some intense competition, Eclipse came in first, followed by Spearmint in second, and Heat in third. And finally, we have JBL Cup Season 2 Event 13 Carriage Chase. A very unique event that ended with Sky and Cloud from, from the Highballers in first, Ottoman Leaf from the Maple Leafs in second, and Trigger and Bullet from the Silver Bullets in third. Well, that's all for the news. Thank you for listening. I'm Commander Wolf. You are the best fans in the world. Let's kick it on back with the podcast. You know what? It was kind of fun. It was a kind of fun. I won't lie. I had fun with that. But now we are back, ladies and gentlemen, with the actual show. <laughs> so today we now have we got we got a bit to cover here. It's probably not gonna be as much discussion as you're used to, since you know I am not as talkative as Brendan. Brendan has like, and the show works best when we kind of play off of each other. But I'm going to do my best here. So, uh, first off, we're going to go over some fan mail. We do have one, and it is from Richard Hinckley. So, let's get that up right now. You might hear... Brendan probably has the same idea, so you might hear this twice. If not, you... you oh, well, but hey, you, we'll probably say something different about it. Possibly. Maybe. Ah, so Christmas. What is your... Oh, that's... What is your favorite Christmas song and Christmas movie or TV special? Mine is I Want a Hippopotamus for Christmas and The Elf Story, or Elf on a Shelf. That's a very interesting question. Uh, Chris, my favorite Christmas song, it might just be... Hmm, that's a, that's a hard one to say, honestly. What's my favorite Christmas song? Hmm. If I had to pick one... Man, it... Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, I like Silent Night. But I think Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home is also really good. Ah, man. I don't know which one to pick. I think it might be Baby, uh, Christmas, Baby, Please Come Home. <sighs> Although, no, wait, no, 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 no. You know what? Uh, sync's Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. That's a, I love that one. I love that one a lot. That's a really good one. Uh, and for my favorite TV, uh, Christmas movie or TV special... Um, I don't know if it's my favorite, like, of all time, like, uh, I, but I might say, like, I do have a, a soft spot for the special prep and landing. It's a, like, I haven't seen it in a while, so maybe I'm not, like, maybe it's not as good as I remember, but, like, I really enjoyed prep and landing. It's, it's a, like, it's, like, a short, like, 20 minute, like, short, uh, that CBS released, and I think they, they did the sequel as well. And even like a short in the, for the DB release, but like it was a, a fun little thing. I kind of like the the concept of like the elves going into prep for Santa to land and stuff, and like the kind of like the, like the the more epic remixes of uh, classic music or classic uh, Christmas music, you know. So yeah, cool question. Very festive, very fitting at the time. 
But now we have to get into our discussions. And uh, yeah, here we go. Let's clean up my tab so it's not as hard to read everything. Oh yeah, also, the the chariot chase, by the way, JBL, like, man, that's a unique idea. I watched, I, I watched a little bit of it. It's actually quite interesting, like, the idea of, like, a marble racing down, like, having to catch it, and based on how long it takes to catch it, and, like, that's, like, the score. That's a very unique idea. I like that. Definitely go check them out. Uh, but yeah, alright, so, we have, the, so first up, we have a team of Qualflon. Uh, and as I kind of said in the news, like, this is a very interesting, uh, event in that, like, we don't have our normal heavy contenders this time around, like with Momo and Hazers being like the two biggest underwater racers, if not the biggest and fastest underwater racers in the league. So it was very interesting to see like, you know, who, who would end up coming out on top on this one. And the standings were quite interesting, you know, as we can see here, uh, come back to 732 at one point, but so as we can see here, so you have like, Oh, Rangers came in first, which is quite, which is pretty good. I, I, I do need to kind of pull up, figure out what their, their traditional, like, how they do later on. But, like, uh, for, for timeliness, because, you know, this is just me here. I, I can't use Brendan to excuse my research in the middle of an episode anymore. Uh, I will just say that, like, it's quite nice to see them up there. South Speeders, proven that they are really good underwater. Like, like, even, like, no matter what, like, they're just a solid team. Their teamwork is impeccable. They're really good working together. And the Shining Swarm, though, like, continuing that trend, and as we'll see later, they are doing pretty good right now. Uh, and Midnight Wisps, surprisingly, for this Miss Marble League, really surprising to see them in fourth place. It's kind of nice for my fantasy league, because, you know, I wasn't full, I, like, I picked them for my times, too. Didn't turn out so well. Uh, my, one of my highlight, I think the highlight moment for me that I that always stuck in my mind was actually uh, the race between Midnight Wisps and the Bumblebees. As we'll see here, like you could, as I come down here, the Midnight Wisps are for the most part like all ahead of them. But when they get down here, like they kind of split apart, and they're like on the two farthest edges of the track. And this does leave like the middle section open for like the Bumblebees, and that's where they all kind of congregated. And while that like might seem bad, because like this doesn't really allow them to block them as much. What this does lead to them doing is one, keeping each other themselves away from each other. So they're not bumping into each other and losing momentum, but also it, it makes it to where they can't be used as like a slipstream by the mark, by the other team behind them. It's like, like the only way that they can like try and use like a slipstream to try and you know zip ahead is by using their own teammates, which kind of defeats the purpose. Cause like then let's like, well, because three of them have to cross in order for them to actually get the time. So, like, it's a risky strategy, but one that I think worked out really well. It's a very interesting one, very unique. I like this one. It's so cool. Like, like, you see, like, they're all on the sides, like, just keeping them, like, and, like, ah, because the bubbles are all jumbled up, too. Like, they would end up probably hitting each other and slowing each other down as well. And, And you can see that, yeah, like, just, I think, like, three of them crossed before, yeah, like, only, like, one of the bumblebees crossed before... Yeah, that's amazing. Midnight Wisps, I had three cross, but when only one of theirs, when all the bumblebees crossed, that's that was just phenomenal, phenomenal job by them. Uh, admittedly, I can't think of too much else to say. I'm sure if Brennan was here, like, but like again, to try and keep this flowing nice, we're going to kind of just keep going and see how it turns out. Uh, just talking about what I was personally interested in, rather than trying to dwell on every little detail. So now we're going to move on to Sand Rally. Uh, as mentioned, Kinoen got stuck 
in this race, which is sad to see. Uh, but like, it, as we can, we can kind of watch that, like there was no one really at fault there. Like it was aside from Kinoen. Kinoen just I think just ran way too fast. They lost control. Right? Yep. This I'll try and slow it down for us here. Uh, for anyone watching on stream. Uh, see so yeah, how we could bring it back right here. So as we can see, Kinoen just kind of. Yeah, Kinwin just bounced. Like, Kinwin didn't hit anybody. There was no, or no one hit Kinwin, I should say. Like, Kinwin just was just going in way too fast. Yeah, they they just got, they, they, they just had too much speed going into it. They lost control. It's a shame. But, like, on one thing, like, Brendan probably would do the whole picture, like, the whole, like, just sketch it out thing. And, like, that's fun and all. But, like, uh, I'm not doing that. <laughs> but, like, here at the ending... Uh, Arab, Arab versus uh, I believe it was Shimmer. Uh, I have actually let, let me pull it. Let me pull up the game. It's, I was right. Yeah, Arab versus Shimmer. Arab and the Shimmer in that home stretch, quite the battle. I'll speed it up a little bit. Let's go point seven five. Is up here the front here like sh like it's 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 just yet another instance of team primary like being really good at fighting for that top spot. Arab like but it, oh like try to go around but then just like this didn't have enough momentum to get around. Again, blocked. Like it's a it's a fun little finale. I love it. It's great. It's great. It's great. <laughs> oh man. Ah, oh, just such a good job. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. I, I I was I think this is weird. Like, I don't. I'd have to go back and check, but like, I don't remember Sand Rally when it was a finale or like ever doing like everyone all. Actually, even when it was not a finale, I don't know if we've ever. Race them all at once like that? For Sand Rally? I'm mainly remembering, like, you know, the heat style uh, from the indoor Sand Rallies. So I'm not familiar with every time they've done it outside. But, like, yeah, it was very interesting to see that. But, you know, Shining Swarm, Shimmer in first, Bonbon second, doing fantastic. And Chocolate Tears is up there, too. Uh, Miller was just kind of mid-packs, so like, you know, like, that was, you know, not really improving too much. Starry, uh, the a uh, uh, major sand racer, is in eleventh. Very surprising to see. Very surprising to see. I've heard Cosmo is actually also pretty good, so maybe they should have raced Cosmo. But they, I think they might have already used up Cosmo's uh, single events. They might have. Plus, also I think Starry has more of a history and a pedigree with sand racing, and so they probably, I imagine that the Galactic just kind of they wanted to bank on that, and. Just didn't work out, unfortunately. Maybe they would have done worse with Cosmo. There's no way to really know for certain, aside from maybe looking at the stats. But like, as far as my memory goes, Starry has always been the the uh, the top of the line for the Team Galactic when it comes to sand racing. So, you know, they did their best, and it just just didn't work out. And now we have a collision. Now this one again, it's a classic event. There are so many heats, it's so hard to, to choose who to discuss. Like, there's just too dang many. And, of course, there's an ad. But, like, one thing that I... I think the biggest thing to discuss for me is what happened with... Uh, I believe it was the Pinkies versus... Who was it? Pinkies versus Galactic? Something like that? Or... Because, like... Uh, and actually, Super Yak actually put, pointed this out. It was uh, a very interesting strategy that I don't think we've seen much of in previous years. So, let me see if I can find the timestamp for that. 
You can't spoil it. Yeah, da da. It was Galactic versus the Arrangers. Oh, Glaciers versus the Arrangers. My bad. Glaciers versus the Arrangers. Uh, I'm trying to remember who. When was that heat? Because there's, again, there are so many. Uh, while I'm trying to find it, basically, I'll kind of describe it while I'm looking for it. Basically, what happened is, like, as you probably saw in the event, like, four of the glaciers came in a as a group in a bunch. And then ha they had one final member lagging behind to follow through. And it's a very it's a very cool way to see. I, I think we might have seen something similar to this. That's why it was one of the earlier ones. Where, uh... With, with what with what happened here, but I can't recall immediately what what, what uh you know what heats or it was what which marble league that would have been. What I do remember though is this one. If I can just pull the dang thing up, I I guess it doesn't matter, but like too, too much because this is primarily an audio form podcast. I'm still gonna still gonna try and find it, but let me see here. So, yeah, but what happened was, like, the four of them kind of came together and smashed into the Rangers in the middle, with, who were doing a, a bit of an arrow formation. It was kind of like a hook, like a, an arrow with a slant, so almost like a, a hook shape. And they kind of ran it, and so they collided with them. And what ended up happening was the four of them split, like, split their arrow formation, their hook formation, I'll call it, actually, uh, in half. And then the, the the marble in the back, the, their lagging marble, then just ran right in between them all and just without colliding with anybody. And that's a very interesting strategy to, to do because like, it is kind of risky because like that means it's like, it's like one less that's engaging. But the way that works out is because like that, that marble doesn't have to worry about like getting redirected to the sides or anything. Like it's like one marble who you can pretty confidently say is going to make it through to the end. Oh yeah, found that match. Here we go. Yeah, so we see the glaciers come in. They smash, and they they, they, they kind of, and yeah, because it's all pretty like safe. They kind of mostly just stay in the middle, and so they don't end up ha having a lot of momentum to knock a domino over. They, they they go through. They go up Oranger's ramp. Hit the little lip there. Roll back down. They start kind of curling down towards the uh, one of the smaller launchers, and then they settled, and like it was brilliant. It's a very brilliant play. Obviously, uh, like it got them a draw only in the end, but like that's a very but like that shows like that's an interesting strategy to use. Like if you want to have a almost a guaranteed member to stay on, like of course that's also dependent on you know where everyone else is flying around. They cut the other and the other like like electrons and ball bearings that are flying around can really mess up that strategy and like knock you off of anyways. But it's very cool. Like how that kind of worked out. Like I'm curious to see how other teams utilize this formation in the future. If they want to try using or maybe like a multiple lagging marbles. I think that would be very interesting. Uh, in terms of design, I would say that I really appreciate how how much they they pulled back compared to past years because it was just getting so cluttered. It was so hard to follow. Uh, I ended up having to watch this at work, so I, on my phone, so I still, so not the biggest screen to follow everything, but it was definitely way easier than when they had all these, like, flashing lights and, like, these multiple giant marbles and launchers and catapults. This is, this is more my speed for, for a collision. I like this the most. So, yeah, uh, 
I forget to rate these. I wonder if we actually... I, have we been forgetting to rate the passments? I don't think so, by the For our team of Quathlon, um... Some nice strategies there. Um, and some, it's interesting to see some new teams being at the pop podium. I would say I'd give that one a... I'll give it a seven. I need. I think seven. I think seven's a pretty fair number. Sand rally. Uh, it was fun seeing them race on the sand rally track. Nice long race too. Like like, like three, almost like three minutes of racing. Very fun, long lasting. Uh, yeah, I would say in like the the nice battle at the end. I'd give sand rally eight. It's a it's a it's a, it's a classic sand rally, man. You come on. It's hard to go wrong unless you like really mess up. And then collision, again, they pulled it back. It's wonderful. Uh, again, it's I, th- I think I'll give it a nine. My experience, I think, was more of an eight. But again, because I watched it on a much smaller screen than I normally did, it was harder to follow. So I would give it the benefit of the doubt and say that it probably was more of a nine. Uh, I guess for the last thing that we could do is I could look up at my fantasy. I oh, there's also there's more than just that. Aside, I could also look at how we're doing, or my predictions for who's going to win it. But, you know, let's look at my fantasy first. Uh, just to make sure I don't mess up the stream, I'm going to do it here. Uh, because uh, my this whole situation is uh, not working out the best. Uh, had to do some janky decisions in order to make this actually work. Uh, camera was being identified on OBS, so I just kind of had to, you know... St- like record my face cam from discord <laughs> it is what it is so I'll, I'll try pulling it up my phone instead okay <clears throat> so looking at marble league teams i'll pull up brennan's in two just in case he forgets to say what he, where his are at so guy marble guy So, just looking at his primary pick only, he's in 126th place. But removing the primary filter and looking at Marble Gut. <gasps> Yo! Wait, what? Oh, wait, no, no, no. That's individuals. My bad. Marble Glaciers. Oh, no, no. Oh, it's only showing his secondary. So, he had, so he had two teams. I think he did Marble Glaciers where... Where he had the same team, but just with gliding glaciers. And sure enough, he got, he's, that's, the, that team's 39th. So, yeah, he really should have gone with the glaciers, I guess, compared to what he went with, which was, trying to remember, because I accidentally just closed it, because I'm an, I'm a, I'm a dongus. Uh, the swarm shining for you. Mm-hmm. So here, Trumpeteers, Cat's Eyes, Mellow Yellow. Can it close? I just need to tap on the thing, please. There we go. But then, like, his non-primary ticks. So, yeah, uh, Glaciers, he, he replaced uh, Cat Size with Glaciers. And somehow that actually did, did better. Because, yeah, that's the only change. Because other than that, it's Raspberry Racers with his Times... Oh, I can show all of them. Okay, that makes that so much easier. I'm a dongus. But yeah, that, so I guess cat size and are not doing as good as glaciers? Really? 
Uh, my memory must be very bad then, because I don't... Oh, well, it's right here, so let's pull it up, shall we? We got Gliding Glaciers right above Crazy Cat's Eyes, but only by two points. Still, that does... that. Oh, yeah, it's the only difference of 165 to 164. So, yeah, it's not that much of a difference. Uh, But for... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, okay, I see now. Um, I think I was looking at the wrong thing. I think it, it, when the filter's on, it's like, oh, showing secondary, only secondary teams and ranking them. My bad. All right, so instead, let's look at his... Uh, so it's 165th, 164th for Glaciers, just only like a minor improvement. But Marble Gut... 23rd 23rd that's pretty good that's really good brendan really should have gone with his gut picks there it seems uh now looking at me i only did one team so just pulling up woof ah 222nd place yeah inclusions included so uh i really didn't do like man the midnight whiffs really screwed me over i really should have gone with our old strategy last year of always put savage beater second i was convinced i like even though as much as I said, like, oh, don't use Marble Rally to, or Marble 1 to judge their ability in Marble League, I think I definitely, my feelings on them were definitely affected by that, I would say. I let that change how I viewed them, and I'm paying the consequences for it. Like, I, just straight up, <laughs> that's, that's all in me. Uh, but yeah, so if I, if I put Savage Speeders in second place, more times two, I probably would be doing a lot better. No, definitely, because, like, Midnight Wisps is taking it, and Midnight Wisps, as you can see, are second to last. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. You can't. There's nothing you can do about it. Uh, but now, let's look at individuals, shall we? So, we're going to bring up Marble Guy first. I believe, did he do multiple? He only did one. He's in 32nd place right now. That's pretty good, Brendan. Pretty good, my guy. And now looking at oh, oh oh but just primary picks twenty fourth so really even better, and now for me, I am in forty first place. Not too not too bad not too bad. Uh, yeah, I definitely draw the ball in fantasy this year. But oh well. So now let's move on to predictions for who's going to win Marble League. So we have Pinkies in first with one hundred eighty points. Shining Swarm with one hundred seventy five. Team Galactic with 170, and then Savage Speeders way at the bottom with 157. So now looking at the odds here, like looking just basic math. Uh, so Savage Speeders, if they get first place at 25 points, they can get a maximum of 184. 181. Yes. No, no, no. I'm, I'm basic math. He says. Oh my gosh, I'm an idiot. Uh, it's 182. So, the only the only way for Team Savage Beaters to win Marble League 2022 is if they get first in this in uh, elimination race, and Pinkies get no higher than 15th place. Under normal circumstances, that would seem like a surefire thing, but because this is the Pinkies of this year, oh, I don't know. I don't think that's going to be very sure at all. Man, honestly, like, Pinkies have six medals. It, they are so, like, they can't, it's not possible now, but, like, if they had, if they, like, if they win the next event, or, like, just get them, or just podium the next event, they will have podiumed in almost half of the events, which I believe would be, I think the maximum number of medals is six. 
So that like the pinkies could set a record. That's pretty like the, what is up with the pinkies this year? The pinkies are nuts. Oh man. Uh, so the odds of the Sabbath speeders winning this is so well also that's that's why including the pinkies in this in this in this scenario. So let's let's say the Savage Peters get first. If Shining, if Shining Swarm got second, so 20 more points, that's 195. They lose there too. So Shining Swarm would have to do bad. If, if Team Galactic got second, they would get 190. They also win. So like, Savage Peters, they need a statistical miracle to win this. It's going to be tough. It's going to be so hard. If anyone could do it, the Savage Speeders probably could. This is the Speeders we're talking about. But, like, we, that, that's also depending on... It's not, it's not just about the Speeders' skill. Pinkies did train hard. That's right, Apple. That's true. They they, they clearly did. They they brought their A game this year. You you gotta give it to them for that. They like If they win this, they have earned it. I, I, I don't want anyone complaining about the Pinkies winning. Because they have just... They have been dominating this year. And they've earned it. Ah, uh, man. <sighs> yeah, so, like, like the problem is, like, the speeder, it doesn't matter how skillful the speeders are, because, like, it's also about how skillful their opponents are. So it's like, like, they have to hope that Galactic and the Swarm and Pinkies all do terrible next event and get eliminated early. The Pinkies especially, because, again, they have to lose in the first two runs. They can't make it past the second run. That's such a big... Big if. So I would say the Savage Peters are not winning it this year. I feel like they could probably put, like, like they'll probably, they might podium. They just might. But I don't, I don't think they can win it. Hmm, Pinkies? Shine, Pinkies is only five points ahead of the Swarm, and Team Galactic is only ten points behind. That's a very small, like, that sounds big, and it, it kind of is. But, like, with the differences in podium positions in the next event, that's a gap that can get closed very fast. This is this is a this is a close battle. It's not as, it's not as wild as last year where things like like what twelve different teams could win, but this is still gonna be a very intense fight to see because like we you just don't know. Man, hmm. If I had to pick, Pinkies did, but my boys the Cobalts couldn't. <laughs> Poor Cobalts. They still have half a showdown left. We'll, we'll see if they fix themselves. I don't know if that's going to work out. Uh, could Pinkies win this? I really want Galactic to win. I really do. Like, I mean, they've already gone past the Galact fifth thing, although they I, they need to win one more medal just so they don't have five medals because people are going to say something about that. You know they are. Um... Seeing the Marbeats up there, Shining Swarm. Oh man, that's so cool. Who who's gonna win? I have to pick one. Hmm. Considering how consistent they've been, Team Light has four gold medals though. But they but they they, they they've done like these things like they do good in these chunks, and they kind of fall off a little bit. They come in chunks, and then they fall off just a little bit. I think Galactic might do mid pack. But I remember Galactic doing actually good in Elimination Race. Mm. So tough. Uh, 
Again, if Brendan was here, I would use his talking points time to go research stuff. Uh, the pinkies have been so consistent. If Galactic, fin oh, if Galactic finishes first, Swarm finishes second, and Pinkies finish third, then they will be tied for first, but Galactic will win because of the golds. Ooh, interesting point, Apple. Thank you for bringing that up. That's very interesting. Wow. Hmm. You know what? You convinced me. I think. Yeah. Well, mm, well, no, okay. No, I, I gotta stop myself. I gotta hold myself back here. Again, I just made the point about how they're inconsistent. <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Oh, but it's such a, it would be such a great moment to see. But Pinky's been really hurt working for it. But Galactic coming through. Oh, man. Oh, man. Looking at this event in isolation, the next event in isolation, that point you made, Apple, is very good. Very, very good. And it would make, it would make Galactic the safe pick. But looking at it, they're, hmm. I don't, okay, I, I'm, I'm holding you guys too long. It's a really tight field. Super, oh, yes, Super React, thank you. Uh, it's a really tight field. Pinkies will just hold on barely. Uh, yeah. I think it will, like. Yeah. I think that I think I will go Pinkies for 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 winning this one. The Pinkies have just been so consistent. They've worked so hard. They've made it all the way here, and I don't. I can't imagine them dropping the ball at the last minute. It would be it would be very sad to see if they did. I think Team Galactic will come in second, and then the Swarm will come in third. Uh who's gonna get four? Like I that's the podium. That's the most important thing I would say. That's my, those are my picks. Uh, who's gonna like? Where will spat? Will the the spatters, the savage and speeders combined? As long as speeders don't win, I'm happy. <laughs> uh, well, statistically, that's how super unlikely. So I think you're safe there, Apple. <laughs> but like, I think it'd be I would I think it'd be kind of fun to see them win a third time. Like, it's kind of funny, but also like again, they're like the best. It I don't know. I don't know. Uh, do I think speeders like? I'm hoping at the very least that this, that, uh, like, I've been, I've been listening to Let, Let It Roll, and there's, like, some, there's something crazy going on over there. I'm, I'm just hoping that, please, don't, there's no way he would, knit. Uh, I don't know. Speeders, I think speeders will, mm, the gap between them and the Rangers is only, set, is 16, oh, that's, wait, 16? Hmm. Yeah, I think the speeders are are fairly safe. I think speeders will still be in fourth by the end. Uh, all right. With that, I've given my thoughts, my predictions, and my discussion points. And everything. It's all we're almost approaching. High, what a forty-ish minutes, something like that. Did pretty good. Yeah, about thirty-three minutes. Uh, yeah. So uh, with that, I think I'll wrap it up here. Uh, but because we're probably not gonna be, you know back in time to record before Christmas happens. It's time for a Christmas wolf tune. That's right. This year I done did one that I actually kind of mentioned earlier from that email and that is my cover of this song which is done the style of Michael Bublé but also a little inspired by Crank Gameplays aka Ethan Nestor and that is uh that is going to be Christmas Baby Please Come Home.
Roll on, Marble Sports fans! The snow's coming down I'm watching it fall Lots of people around Baby, please come home The church bells in town All ringing in song Full of happy sounds Baby, please come home They're singing Deck the Halls But it's not like Christmas at all Cause I remember when you were here And all the fun we had last year Pretty lights on the tree I'm watching them shine You should be here with me Oh baby please come home singing deck the halls but it's not like christmas at all cause i remember when you were here and all the fun we had last year oh if there was a way i'd hold back these tears oh but it's a christmas day please Coming home, oh baby. You know I need you, need you. Oh, coming home. I gotta have you. You know I need you. I gotta have you. I said na 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 na. It's Christmas, 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 yeah, yeah, la 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 la.